I just don't. I don't have a problem with if. <laughs> I hate if. I hate the, the ifs. Like if this happens, okay. Or if right. that happens, we're good. Or if right. this, no. Like this, this, these are possibilities. This is gonna. This is how it's going down. Thinking different leads to breakthroughs in perspective. On this podcast, we discuss what it means to think differently and how it drives innovation within your team. That's the topic for episode 28 of the 2120 podcast. This is the 2120 podcast. For each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. You and I have had a really interesting round of topics for our pre-conversation, our pre-podcast conversation, which is typical. You and I sit down here and we get catch up with life and what each other's been working on and or what's going on. And, and usually then that uh, introduces what we're going to talk about today on the 2120 podcast. Yep. Right? So here's the thing. You said a word uh, a little bit ago to me and I was like, man, that would be a great topic. And we were talking about thinking different. And I love how Apple used that years ago in Steve Jobs. That was their, their slogan. Maybe it still is. Think different. Period. And one of the things that, that comes out of, the, of, of that whole concept is we have breakthroughs in perspective. And, and you were talking about how in training, what, what motivates you, uh, and this is also true for me, that what motivates me when I'm doing training or helping somebody get through uh, you know, over a challenge or you just see the switch flip, the proverbial switch flip. And, and there's something that happens. You can, you can see that their eyes, they're looking you know, past you and there's something that's churning in the brain and you've helped them see a new perspective on something. And that could be, um, you know, we talk a lot about leadership. So maybe it's a, something about leadership. Maybe it's just something about them on a personal level or... You, you and I, we had, some, we had some interesting conversations this morning. I don't know if there was a breakthrough in perspective, but I'm guessing later as we kind of churn back through what we talked about, there's times when you've said something to me that I go, oh, wow, like I never thought of it that way. And that's, that's been the basis of, I think, this podcast pretty much from, from day one or, or the yeah. reason we did it. Sure. So thinking different. I don't know what, if people know what that actually looks like. You know, if I sit down with you or my team and say, hey, I need you to think different today. Okay. Like, what, like, what does that mean? Like, right. think differently. <clears throat> well, I think there are people that are wired differently, so they naturally just think differently. You know, um, the struggle is you may not have that person on your team that, that you guys all think the same, the same thing. You, exactly. you guys are all moving in the same that direction together. Sure. And then you bring in someone else that has a different way of thinking things and you go, holy shit. Like, we we could have used this six months ago. We need like we're behind right now right. because you know, they're challenging you to do something different. They're challenging you to think differently, but they're also like showing you what that, that possibility is too. Um, and opening, opening the eyes, you know, uh, it's, it's God, I, I, I don't know like where I want to go with this because it's, I love thinking differently. You know, I, I force myself to think differently every day. And, um, you know, I'm not okay with things just being okay. Mm -hmm. Like there's always that what's next and what could be. And, 
uh, if we did this, how, how it will affect that long term. Uh, but that goes from thinking differently. You know, uh, this week has been, I mean, it's gone. The week, the week is over. But, you know, driving to work every day and, and driving home, th- there was multiple times in the morning where I got to work and went, wow, that, that went quick. But there were sure. so many things going through my head, so many things that when I got to work, I implemented right away that just popped in a presentation that I had to do last night for um, our community that I want to add this slide. I want to do this slide. And I'm like, like there, there, there's these things just popping into my head, but I'm physically telling my brain, this is what I need to do for this hour. You know, and we talked about this before and I don't want to go back and do it again, but yeah, we just don't schedule think time. You know, where right. we really just lock ourselves in our office and, you know, turn the light off or whatever it is and just think about what we want to accomplish and how we're going to do that. Um, so I, I truly believe that if you have a team that doesn't have that type of brain on there, like, go find it. But I don't, like, you don't put an ad in the paper and say, we're looking for a thinker, come apply at our store. Like, I think you have people on your team that are wired differently and you have to tap into that a little bit. Well, you, and I don't want us to uh, I don't want us to miss something that you said that was really important. And you said a lot of times on a team, we have a collective brain, right? We don't really think different. And we didn't engineer it on purpose that way, but maybe uh, unconsciously we did, right? Sure. So if here, here's what I found in business before is if you have one person who has to hire, for an entire department. Let's say it's a new team that's being created and Matt, you're in charge of it or or I'm in charge of it. I'm probably looking for people who think like me, who who maybe respond to certain situations like me. I don't realize it, but I can tell you in my work, I found it. Mm -hmm. And we realized that there wasn't somebody that could be promoted into a higher level role because they had, number one, not developed anybody, but they were all thinking alike. And it was the, the, the lack of diversity of thinking and thought and process and experiences that they clearly didn't know what they didn't know. And that was their breakthrough. We don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. And so when you said that, I was like, man, this is so important because I don't care if it's a sports team or a team within a, a nonprofit organization, a school, a business, if you lack that piece and you're unaware of it, you are seriously missing something like incredibly powerful. Yeah. So one of the things that you know, I just shared with you, like I've got I've got this idea around three questions, right? I'm gonna start with the first one, which is we don't spend enough time talking about what if. And I really like that power question. Like you, I know that, that, that a few minutes ago when we were just talking, you know, the what if comes up, it causes us to think different. And here's a really neat way to process the what if. And it's, um, it's the 10x rule, okay? So let's say that you and I are in business together or, or let's talk about our podcast. We mm-hmm. want our podcast to grow by X amount, okay? Let's just say 20%. Sure. We want to... We listeners or downloads or however that goes. We sit and we think about how do we create 20% growth? But but what if we 10x'd it? And we said, we actually have to think about this at 200%. Just that very sm- subtle change would, would, would cause us to look at it from a completely different perspective. 
20%, we would probably be implementing a few things here and a few things there. But suddenly, if we said it has to go to 200% growth, we need to look at it with a much broader perspective. We'd probably start asking people, we wouldn't try to solve it ourselves. We'd probably be starting to look at what are other people doing? We'd start to ask oh, the sure. what if questions. How did you do it? What would you do different? Things yeah. like that. Yeah, you know, funny you say that because we literally just talked about this earlier in the week at my, my business with, you know, three very strong females and the what if came up and, you know, it was a topic that they just dropped on me and it, like I just started to think about my life and the what ifs, you know. Hmm. What if I, and we've, we've talked about this, what if I worked harder in high school? Yeah. That would change things. What if I w- didn't want to follow in my dad's footsteps and be a cop? That, cha- that would change things. What if I didn't get a job at Shields? That would have changed things. You know, like get, getting a job at Shields, I met my wife. You know, if I wouldn't have done that, if I would have stayed a, a cop, I wouldn't have met Danielle. Hmm. You know, and like, like all these things start stacking up that you go, looking back on my life, I'm kind of glad I didn't really give a shit in, in high school because that would like I, I love my wife I have three amazing kids I, I work for an amazing company I'm doing fun things if I would have been better earlier on my life looks different you know you, like you, we talked this, this morning if there was things that didn't affect your life you and I wouldn't be having this conversation right now you sit me you made a comment you might not even be here you know right. because of things like that right. so the one thing that I told my girls at my job was get rid of the what if and change it to what's possible mm. because all those things made my life possible. It gave me opportunity that was now possible. It gave me a beautiful wife that I clearly outkicked my coverage on and three amazing girls that are going to be amazing long-term. I'm, I'm okay now with not being okay back in the day because it's like, it really opened my brain of like this all, and it's not the, the the bigger picture. I don't like the, the higher power or whatever it is. Like this all happened for a reason, you know. And I'm I'm if I didn't find Danielle in my life right now, and Beth in yours or whatever whatever that may be, my life looks way different right now for sure. You know, and I'm, I'm I am still a jackass, and you know I'm not good like I am good today. And um, all those things made that possible. So the the what if like you can't live in a world of what ifs. You got to live live in a world of what's possible, and I think that's that forward thinking of, like, how do we how how does that navigate for us? You you just did something for me. You just you just gave me a breakthrough in perspective because here's the thing, when when I think about what if I am thinking about it in the what's possible scenario, you were showing me that that the way that lands on you is is what if this hadn't happened or what if you know you were looking at it like from a, a reflective standpoint, sure, and I was approaching it from the the future standpoint what if we did this what if you know and so then we have this new idea and it leads us to a discovery and that's i i I hate the word if like throw out the word if what if if i mean if what's possible by doing this yeah you know and that's the you know the the 20 percent increase that you want yeah maybe you get there or if you focus on a 20 or 200 percent increase like that's the what's possible you know, if, you know, there's just so many things that, that the, the word possible or possibility or opportunity or, you know, all those things, if you just completely, and this is changing your thinking on things, if you challenge your people to think differently in that aspect, there's no limitations hmm. because they're constantly looking at 
we could do this. Right. Like this is out there. Other <laughs> somebody else just did this. Why can't we do that? And then that what if is gone and it's now the what's possible because you're making it happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that a lot. I just don't I don't have a problem with if. <laughs> I hate if. I hate the, the ifs. Like if this happens, okay. Or if right. that happens, we're good. Or if right. this, no, like this, this, these are possibilities. This is gonna this is how it's going down. I don't know, maybe it's just uh the word um possible is more positive than the word the ifs you know in life so just remove the ifs from your life and yeah. make, it, make them all possible yeah yeah i like it okay so so the so then a follow-up to that question of the what's possible is sometimes you're going to get crazy ideas and sometimes those are great things right i actually heard a an interesting leadership talk on the, the whole phrase of thinking outside the box mm-hmm. and how i don't think that's wise so let that sink for a second. He said, thinking outside the box gets us, man, that can take us so far off of what we're trying to do from a mission standpoint. Or like, what's mission critical to what we're doing? He, he lays it out well. I'm not going to attempt to do that. I'm not going to say I like it or dislike it. It was a breakthrough in perspective. What he said was, when we think inside the box, we can still have big ideas. Maybe our box, we're just seeing the box is too small. Maybe the box is way bigger than what we think it is. So, in other words, if we're going to sit around and ask, whether it's in a conference room or we're just out walking around on a sales floor or a production floor, I need ideas. You know what what's possible out here? I think what was your what was your concept before? We're going to put a jacuzzi in someplace, and it yeah, made no the, sense. The right? break room. Yeah, yeah let's do that. It sounds right. Like fun. Right. It's not happening. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, and that is, the, and that to his point was that's outside the box. Sure. What's inside the box? Now, how do we ten exit? How do we, can we 10x inside the box so that the box literally becomes more voluminous? Yeah. I, I agree and I, I disagree. Like I, I, I have the brain that says, God damn it, I'm going to blow this freaking box up <laughs> and we're going to go crazy. But I think there's a time and a place for it. Right. I think if you live in that world where you're constantly setting charges to blow up boxes and like, they're fun and nothing gets accomplished. You know, I mean, there's so many great ideas. Yeah, we're going to do this, and yeah, we're going to do that, and the hot tub is going to be great, and I'm buying the chlorine. So, it, it, I mean, like you're, you're, you're all running forward, you know. But there's so many outside of the box or blown up box ideas that you just go like, where are we really going to focus? Right. So, but you know, I think there's a, like I said, a time and a place. So when you have those brainstorming sessions, and it's going to be, uh, this will be a 30 minute blowing up the box. Bring your ideas. Let's let's see what we can come up with. That's fun and yeah. that's positive, and you get excitement. And like you and I are talking right now, like I'm smiling and you're smiling. Like this is this is a fun conversation. Yeah. Like our, your staff meetings need to have those fun conversations. It can't be the same cookie cutter meeting agenda, the same every week. You know, Dude, if you lead a meeting, if it's yours to own, you, you've you got to do everything it. you can you not to make it suck. Own it. <laughs> yeah, like that's the the biggest thing. Like you you sit in these meetings and you go, all right. So at seven o five, we're talking about this, and right. at seven ten, it's going to be this topic, and at seven fifteen, it's this topic, and then holy shit, it's now seven thirty five, and we just skip two topics because we're still behind on the last. Right. It's like it's, you got some fun stuff going on. Where yes, you need to have an agenda. Yes, you need to try to stick to it the best you can. But when there are topics that you know require more time or just by accident they take more time, right. like you got to be okay with that too. Uh, but you know, the, the challenge is not having 
outside of the box, blow the box up meetings every single day because then you just, you're, you're running in too many different directions. 100% agree. But you got to find time, you yeah. know, and you got to make it fun. And like, there is so much positive that comes out of those meetings when you look back and go, holy crap, like this is, this is a really possible idea. We need to go after this now. So I saw a really, you know, I, I do a lot of training on feedback and uh, this wasn't uh, my quote. I believe this was uh, from Cy Wakeman, who is an author that uh, she's, she's amazing. And she, she I, wrote I like a, how you mentioned people's names and I have no idea who, who these people are. Like, you got to read more. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I loved to read. I don't like to read though. So Cy Wakeman is a, uh, she's a, she has a book that um, I'm actually studying. I, I would say I'm reading it, but I'm really studying it because she's brilliant and she's, she's, the, the name of the book is called Reality Based Leadership. And um, one of the things that she posted on social media recently was around feedback. She said, are you talking, is your feedback based on why we can't or how we could? And I, again, breakthrough in perspective. It, it, it's a think different. And, and for the people that um, maybe you, you, you are geared to be a problem solver and you know, you have restorative strengths. So that's actually one of the things from a strengths finder perspective, my, my good friend, Mark's got the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. You're geared to look for problems. Now that, that has nothing to do with, are you constantly looking at, are, am I giving feedback about why we can't? A restorative person is probably thinking about what could we do? And you can get into a room and you can have some heated discussions with people and maybe actually realize you're trying to do the same thing. You just have different approaches. Mm -hmm. And so that was a real great reality check for me. Uh, Not that I tend to think that way, but how would I perceive somebody else who, who is, why are they constantly looking for what could go wrong instead of what could be? Because that can be really frustrating. If you've got the positive outlook person over here and we're talking about possibilities, but you've got this person over here who is constantly sitting at the table and feeling like, their role is to find reasons it can. Great way to give feedback. Yeah. You know, I just, leadership, you know, if you're that, that lead or that boss or the guy that's truly in charge, you need to think differently and completely assess your team. And, you know, if you have 10 people on your, your team and you literally go around the room and you know exactly what their strengths are and what role they play, you're more successful. Yeah. You know, if you have that seat that's empty and you go, I need to find that forward thinker, that futuristic thinker. They're not on my team. Right. You settle and go, yeah, but I just don't know what to like, how do I find that? And you're okay with just giving up on it. Like your team's never going to be as successful as you can't give up on you have to find it. Right. So, you know, I think the commitment is, you know, laying out, if you have 10 people here, are the 10 strengths that we need on our team. Because you can't have everyone that has restorative. Because mm-hmm. then you're just constantly finding everything that's wrong yeah. and nothing's getting fixed. Yeah. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Yep. And we don't have somebody that, that can execute and fix it. Yep. So then, yeah, it's great. Like You have people that are finding problems, but nobody's fixing those problems. So you know, having a team where you look around and go, he's restorative. He executes. He's futuristic. He mm-hmm. has this or she has this. And, right. and you go around and go, we're, we're covered. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like it's putting an ad in the paper for I want to hire a hunting um, salesperson. You need to have hunting background. You know, we're, 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 we're physically focusing on this category. We want to find the best person that can sell hunting products. 
and then you throw it out in the paper and guess what you find you, people come in apply for the hunting job because I, I love to hunt I'm a deer hunter I hunt for this I hunt for that I love to shoot and then we, we filled that we filled that role now you put an ad in the paper that says I'm looking for a futuristic thinker I don't know what you're going to get you know I mean you may find it you may you may not but I think what it comes back to is having conversations with as many people as you can and you kind of just sit back and see how their brain it, it processes things and you challenge them and you go this may be my guy you know, and even if we could take your your example and peel it back just a little bit further, sure. There, I, I'm sure in that process of of taking applications for the hunter, you may uh, discover that they may have incredible expertise at hunting, mm-hmm. except they're going to be terrible at sales. Sure. So you also then you have to look at it and go, okay, so what does that look like? Oh yeah, it it, it happens in every category that we have, you know. Uh, the utility player that can do it all. You know, I'm also a, a big proponent of if you have this, I can teach you that and mirror them together. If you have the best attitude in the world, but you don't know anything about hunting, you know what? I can teach you hunting. Mm. I can take you out and we can go hunting. Now, I'm not the guy. I'm not a hunter, so I can, I'm not, I'm not right. speaking for me personally, but <laughs> I can put you around people that are going to, are going to kill it for us long term. And your great attitude will be blended with this and you're going to be great because of it and guess what happens like they look at it and go oh my gosh like i'm now hunting i'm doing things i never thought this was a category for me you know all because you put them around the right person you had the attitude the thing that you needed like we got to hire people that have great attitudes and guess what we found this person he's a he or she's going to be amazing but they really have no experience in this category this is a category we need to fill Let's pour into them as much as we can and see where it goes. Yeah, exactly. And then long term, you look back and go, I'm glad we thought differently. I'm glad we just didn't say no to this guy because he was good at this one category. But now look at him being amazing in this category. We would have passed on him. Somebody else would have found him. And now he works for our competition. And we wish we would have said yes. So you got to think differently. Well, there you go. Think different. Create those breakthroughs in perspective. I'm Jim. I'm Matt. See you next time. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for topics, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at 2120podcast at gmail.com. That's the words 21 spelled out, followed by the numbers 20podcast at gmail.com. We'll make it easy and include a link to that email address in the description. If you're enjoying listening to two guys take a random topic and talk about it for 20 minutes, hey, it would mean a lot to Matt and I if you would rate it, write a review, and share it with others. Thank you again for tuning into the 2120 Podcast.